The life of the believer is not a stagnant life and it's not a stationary life. It's a life where God gives us the tools and the ability to grow from glory to glory. So that's what I want to talk to you about this week. My name is Kara Marie Morris and I'm the host of the Words in Season podcast. Thank you for tuning in. But most importantly, remember that every time that you open the Bible, the Word of God, that Jesus always has a word in season for you. In summer and winter and spring and fall, in morning, noon and evening, So the first scripture that I want to go to today is 2 Corinthians 3 and verse 18. And it says that we are being transfigured into his very own image an ever-increasing splendor from one degree of glory to, a ne- to the next. So the life of the believer in Jesus Christ is not a stationary or stagnant life, but God has given us the ability to grow. God has given us everything we need to be able to grow in Him and to mature in Him. He loves us so much and He loves us where we are. We didn't have to change to be saved and yet He loves us too much to just leave us there in the person of Jesus Christ who came and died who was all God and all men he provided a way so not just that we get saved and then immediately go to heaven but there's something to work out we're supposed to work out our salvation here with fear and trembling and part of that fear and trembling is maturing in him so I want to talk to you today and about the life that's in the tension, life in the tension between the here and the not yet. And all the things that are in between, that's the place where we grow. That's the place where my maturity develops in Him. So this place between here and not yet is maturity and it's living in the tension. So what is this place in between the here and the not yet? This place is a place of testing. A place of testing God isn't trying to break us but God is giving us the ability to obey in the result that we would be blessed God wants to bless us and so he but he wants to prove our hearts and he wants to see what's really there so it's a place of testing and in Daniel 3 it's a story of the three Hebrew boys Daniel 3 and this is a story of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and these three Hebrew boys that were in a place in a land that was not their own, but they had been taken there in captivity with all of their people. And the ruler of the land built an idol of himself and said, you will bow down and worship me as a God. And they said, no, we're not gonna do that. And here's the story starting in verse 16, Daniel 3 starting in verse 16. It says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, it is not necessary for us to answer you on this point. He was saying, if you don't bow down, you're going to be thrown into a fiery furnace. You're going to die. And if our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning fiery furnace, he will deliver us out of your hand, O God. But even if he doesn't, even if not, let it be known to you, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image which you have set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar was filled with fury. And his facial expressions changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And therefore he commanded that the furnace should be heated seven times hotter than it was usually heated. And he commanded the strongest men in his army to bind them 
and to cast them into the fiery furnace. And these three men were bound in their cloaks and in their tunics and their turbans and all of their other clothing, and they were cast into the midst of the fiery furnace. Therefore, because of the king's commandment, it was urgent. The furnace was exceedingly hot, and the flames from the spark killed those who handled them. So the men who threw them in, they died. But here goes Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the flames. And these three men fell down into the burning fiery furnace. And then Nebuchadnezzar the king saw and was astounded, and he jumped up. And he said to his counselors, Did we not cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? And they answered, True, O king. He answered, Behold, I see four men loose and walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt. And it, the form of the fourth is like the son of the gods. And then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, your servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. So they came out from the midst of the fire, and all of those governors and deputies and satraps and the king's counselors gathered around together to see these men, that the fire had no power on their bodies, nor was their hair singed, and neither were their garments scorched or changed in color or condition, or even had the smell of smoke that would cling to them. And then King Nebuchadnezzar said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent an angel and delivered his servants who believed and trusted in and relied on him. And they set aside the king's command and they yielded their bodies rather than serve the worship of any God except for their own. And therefore I will make a decree. This is the king talking. Therefore I will decree that any people, nation or language that speaks anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego shall be cut into pieces and their houses be made a dunghill for there is no other God who can deliver in this way. And then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. So we see that in this fiery furnace, it is a time of testing. And that's what it feels like. In, in the time between the here and the not yet is this place of tension, of not knowing everything. But I, sometimes I, I want to know the whole plan. Sometimes I feel like, Lord, do you, if you just tell me what's going to happen five years from now or ten years from now and, or how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen or what it's going to look like. And God does reveal certain things to us as, as we pray, as we are quiet and listen to his still small voice. And yet we're supposed to walk by faith. We're not going to know everything. In Deuteronomy 29, 29, in Deuteronomy 29, 29, it says the secret things belong to the Lord our God. But the things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. So the things that are in the word of God, the promise of healing, the promise of provision, the promise of companionship and friendship, those promises we can stand upon. But still in this life, we have questions and God isn't nervous about the fact that we have questions, but he wants us to pour out our hearts and give those questions to him and say, you know what, God, even if you don't answer it the way that I want, the way that I think you should in the timeline that I think it should be answered, I will not bow my knee. And in this time, Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego, they were actually facing a physical fiery furnace and actually finding, finding themselves against an entire nation. But now in, in our lifetime, we may not be bowing to a physical God like they were supposed to, but constantly 
The devil is trying to get us to bow to the God of our feelings, to the God of our emotions, to God of the past. The devil's trying to bring up the past and he's saying, look what you did. And he's trying to bring fear and anxiety and condemnation of the things from the past. And he's saying, bow your knee. You don't, you're not worthy to stand in the presence of God. He's always trying to make us question what Jesus did, our righteousness that Jesus purchased on the cross. So we're facing this fiery furnace that's maybe not a natural one, but it's a mental one, or maybe it's a financial one, or maybe it's a situation in our, in our family. And God is saying, I'm here in the tension. And as you pass these tests, these faith tests and obedience tests, trusting him, walking by faith, doing the things that he has placed in your heart to do, as, he, as you do that, as you pass that test, as you come through the fiery furnace, it is a place of promotion. You see it at the very end in verse 30 of Daniel 3, first they had to pass through the fire. God could have made it to, to where they didn't even go into the fire, but that's not how it played out. And they said, even if he doesn't deliver us the way that we want, when we want, how we want, we're not bowing our knee. So they went through that fiery furnace and they matured and they saw the power of God work in their life. And then they were promoted. So as we're walking through this, as we're going through this place of tension where we don't know everything and where we can't see everything, God is pleased because we are trusting him and we are walking by faith. And then promotion comes. Maybe it is literal promotion in your job, or maybe it's a marriage, or maybe it's something in your family. Promotion will come as we trust him. And God is so merciful that we don't get promoted before we're supposed to be promoted. We don't get that amount of money that we say, God, I, I need this amount of money. And, and if we're not ready for it, it is in God's mercy that he doesn't give it to us. But through this time of testing and through this time of learning and through this time of understanding, he's not withholding from us, but it is in his mercy that he is making sure that our hearts are towards him because the thing that we would desire and the thing that we would want if we haven't been proved and if we haven't had our heart turned 100% towards him in it and surrendered it to him he knows it is the very thing that can destroy us so it is God's mercy in Psalms 84 11 Psalms 84 11 it says for the Lord is the sun and shield and the Lord bestows grace and favor and honor and glory and heavenly bliss and no good thing will he withhold from those who walk uprightly. He's not withholding from us in this time of here and not yet. He's not withholding from us. And in Romans 8, 32, he says, for he did not withhold or spare even his own son, but he gave him up for us all. And will he not also with him freely and graciously give us all other things? So God is not withholding from us. Even though there's things that I don't know, I don't know how they're gonna happen, I don't know when they're gonna happen, I don't know who they're gonna happen with, I don't know what amount it's going to be when it happens, but I know that he has not forgotten me and he is not withholding from me. So when I'm waiting in the tension, in the here, in this in-between time of here and not yet, I know that this is a time of testing and yet because of him, he gives me the grace and the wisdom and the insight and the patience to grow and to develop and to mature during this time of testing. So when that answer comes, I'm ready. 
I don't want to get that answer on my own way. I don't want to get that answer prematurely and then have it be the thing that destroys me. Whether it's praises of man, a certain amount of money, a relationship, I want to be ready. And so I will wait for his timing in this place of tension.